Well, good morning, everyone. Good to see you here in person. Wonderful to welcome everyone that's watching online today. Thank you for choosing Shepherd's Gate. Uh, I feel like I have a hard act to follow. Who was here last week? Josh Price, one of our students, did the message. Didn't he do a great job? Wow. It was amazing. If, uh, if you missed that, go to our on-demand page and make sure you check it out. Uh, today is a special day at Shepherd's Gate. We're going to talk about serving today. And in the gym, we have uh, an amazing setup. There's uh, lots of great food, coffee with different kinds of flavors and some, even some prizes to win and stuff like that. But it's all about finding a place to serve. And so that's what the message is going to be about today. And I, <laughs> I was uh, uh, joking with someone earlier, you know, it's, it's bad enough when a church asks for your money, but I'm going to ask for your time. <laughs> it seems worse in some ways. But, uh, but don't worry, I'm not going to guilt anybody uh, into serving. That doesn't work anyway. We're just going to talk about what the Bible has to say about serving. We're going to hear from four of our amazing volunteers. And so we're just going to celebrate what serving is like in the church and just learn more about it. So that sounds like a good deal? All right, I'll go with it. <laughs> well, let's just jump in and see if I can uh, win some hearts and minds here. There are two kinds of serving, actually, uh, found in the Bible. And at Shepherd's Gate, we call them stepping out to serve and stepping in to serve. Uh, and they're both found in Scripture. Now, what does that mean? Okay, stepping out is compassion-based serving outside the church community. Now, we do this at Shepherd's Gate really well. In fact, uh, if you're on social media, you probably know just this week, a group of guys went to a lady's home and built a ramp for her because she's wheelchair-bound. We're always doing stuff like that. Uh, I'm going to give you a number when we focus on one weekend to step out and serve, and uh, we deployed people that weekend. Uh, this year, we had 525 people just going out to serve, so that's wonderful, and the number is even higher when you consider everything we do throughout the year. Now, stepping out and serve is great. We're doing such a great job of it. I'm not really going to mention it <laughs> the rest of the time. We just need to keep doing what we're doing with stepping out and serve. It is wonderful, and we're doing a great job. What is stepping in to serve, though? It's a little bit different. Stepping in to serve is gift-based serving inside the church community. So this is not outside. This is inside things like SG Kids, the welcome team, uh, students, care program, thing, things of that nature. That's stepping in, and it's gift-based, which means that it's, it's based on your talents, your passions, the things that God has given you, the gifts he's given you to serve. Uh, and, and I have some numbers for this, too. We had to do some research on it, but I'm glad that we have them now. The total of people stepping in to serve right now in Shepherd's Gate is 315. 315 of you are stepping in to serve, and I just want to say thank you. You are the engine under the hood of the car that is Shepherd's Gate. You make it go, and we couldn't do what we do without you. So happy about that. I do have to share this one other number. You've probably already read it number of unfilled roles. So we do have some unfilled roles at Shepherd's Gate. We can, uh, you know, when we're talking about step out, there are infinite roles. Everyone can just step out and serve all the time. When we're stepping in, we can identify what we need to accomplish the mission and vision of this church. And we have 107 unfilled roles. Now, some of you are, are good at math and you've already worked it out. It, it works out to about one in four. One in four roles are unfilled. So that's like having one-fourth of your family missing, or one-fourth of your employees don't show up to work, or one-fourth of the teachers at your kid's school don't show up. You can see it's, it's significant. 25% is significant. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about stepping in and uh, just uh, look at it. To do that, as I said, I want to bring up some of our 
our volunteers that are currently serving. Because why would you step in to serve? Why would you, why would you give of your time to do that? Um, I think that's a fair question. So uh, as part of answering that, would you please welcome Lindsay to the stage? So funny, you know, the, um, the room is so wide <laughs> that I can't tell where you are. So uh, welcome, Lindsay, to the stage. <laughs> I should say back to the stage, because you're uh, on our worship team and you sang today. You did a great job. Um, you always do. Um, tell us how long you've been on the worship team. About eight months. Okay. So uh, pretty new, and um, it looks like you're enjoying it. I think you are. Uh, tell us a little bit about why you decided to serve on the worship team and, um, and kind of like why you made that a priority. Yeah, as being a young adult, I feel we have so many outside things going on in our lives and pressures. And uh, for me, I feel like serving others and caring for others is a big, important thing in my life. And I have this gift that God has given me. So I feel like serving at SG is the perfect thing. That's awesome. Yeah, I really appreciate that. I think we do all have different priorities kind of vying for our time and as a person just starting out and it's even more like everything's open to you um what would you say to other young people that are facing that similar situation uh should they give it a try is it worth it yeah absolutely i say go for it um we can be so fixated on social media these days and seeing the negative aspects in our lives and i feel like this is such a positive aspect in my life so i say definitely go for it I love that answer. I love it. Thank you so much for serving, Lindsay. Thank you. And thanks for being up here today to talk. <laughs> All right, let's get into the scripture and talk about what the uh, Bible says about stepping in to serve. So um, if you're here in person, you can use the, um, the chair Bibles. You can even take that away if you want. Um, we'll just replace it. Take it home if you like. Uh, online, uh, we'll be putting the scriptures on the screen for you, or the Bible tab is available uh, next to the chat. All right, so we're going to be in 1 Corinthians 12. I'm going to start in verse 4. Here is what it says. Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all and everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. So basically uh, what Paul is saying here, uh, he wrote 1 Corinthians, he's saying it's all good. There are lots of different kinds of serving. Stepping out, stepping in, it's all great. It's all God-empowered. There are various roles, various things that you can do, but um, God is in it all, which is great. And then he continues and talks about a metaphor that we commonly use to talk about the community of church uh, and, and how that works. So let's read on. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. So this, this metaphor of the human body is the primary metaphor used in the New Testament to talk about the church community and how it's designed to function. 
There are people at Shepherd's Gate from all walks of life. From, uh, they have different, uh, different experiences, different talents and gifts, but all caring for one another and serving each other. And when it's working right, it works like that. Have you ever thought about, oh, that is amazing. Like how do, we don't think about it. We just wave our arms or we talk or we look. But there are so many different parts of our body aligning and moving and organizing together to make that possible. That's the metaphor for the body of Christ. An amazing concept. So as we're talking about these different parts and the different roles in the body, I want to bring up another one of our volunteers, uh, Cindy, to talk about that. So could you welcome Cindy to the platform? There you go. Thanks for, um, thanks for coming up. Cindy, tell us uh, where you serve. So I serve at the welcoming desk, usually at the west side of the building, and we also have a team of members that are serving in the north at another welcoming desk. And how long have you been uh, serving? So I started out years ago when I first came here, um, various serving areas, but one of them was the connection area. And that was probably maybe around 2008, I'm thinking. So, um, you know, the welcoming area was combined, and I love it because I love people. Mm -hmm. And I love the connection area because I get to help you with maybe finding a Bible study that you would be interested in or a life group um, that you might be able to uh, get involved with or possibly a social group, or help your children um, find their places here. Yeah, you're uh, really great at that, and I've seen you in the West Lobby. Uh, I, I know, though, that your role has <coughs> expanded and grown recently, uh, mm -hmm. and so tell us about how, how that happened. Well, it seems like, um, you know, we just were short on people, to be honest with you, and after COVID, more people started coming back into the church, and um, so... As I was standing behind my desk, I seen other areas needed assistance. So if somebody was overwhelmed checking in their children, I'd go over there to see if I could help, or somebody needed hot chocolate because it's a part of, hey, it's cold out. We need something warm, and if that makes you happy, it makes me happy too. So those kind of things. It's really interesting how um, you started in one area and you've been able to expand and challenge yourself mm -hmm. and, and grow personally and, and in your leadership there uh, with your role. So Thank you. thanks for sharing. Yeah, yeah, and I just, anybody online, if you haven't came back, please come back because I don't want anybody to be just sitting at home alone or, you know, we're family. We're all family. We want to love you back and give you a Whatever you need here. Thank you. You definitely belong on the welcome team. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Cindy. <laughs> Let's continue in 1 Corinthians. But God has so composed the body, giving greater honor to the part that lacked it, that there be, may be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. So notice how this verse talks about having care for one another. When we are serving as the body of Christ together, we're not just performing a function or uh, in a role, but we're actually receiving something from that, receiving care for one another. And to talk more about that, I want to invite another one of our volunteers, uh, Dan. So let's welcome him. 
Okay. You can do them. Dan, yeah. you're not normally on this uh, side of the microphone. You're usually on the other side. Yeah, I'm a whole lot more comfortable on that side over yeah, there. This side, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Tell people if they don't know what you what you do. I'm uh, one of the sound operators here. Actually, one of two. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And so, and you brought your iPad up here because yeah. this actually controls the sound. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But but you know what? While I was back here, I was hearing some kind of strange noise coming out of your microphone. Oh so yeah? if you don't mind me making a little adjustment here. Yeah, sure. Just go ahead. I mean, okay. we might as well get it fixed. and then. It, okay, I that should do it right there. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a whole lot better. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You can turn me on now. Okay. <laughs> you got to be nice to the sound guy. That's number one rule. I just try to make a sound better. That's well, all. Well, you have the power of mute. <laughs> yeah. So it's important. <laughs> well, listen, uh, Dan, uh, we were talking a couple of months ago. Yeah. And you shared with me uh, about this, like, caring for one another thing, that, y that you really resonate with that with the team that you serve on. So uh, tell yeah. us a little bit about that. Uh, well, <laughs> when, when I'm, I'm here, we're going through the, uh, the worship service practices on Thursday evenings and in the worship service uh, on Sundays. Um, I... I I'm with friends and um, uh, fellow believers, okay? Uh, but and while we're getting ready for these um, uh, practices and getting ready for the service, we all tend to help and, en and encourage each other. And then I heard you mention the term family. We are, we're family. On worship team, we're family. But personally though, um, for me, there's always a, a sense of peace and comfort that I get. When I come in here for the practice or for the, the services, that's what I get. I get peace and comfort. And, um, and really, and no matter what kind of a day it's been, I come in here and I get that peace and comfort. It's, it's there. So, no, you know, no matter what kind of day you've had, it's not just, oh, I'm running sound tonight, but you actually get that care for one another from the team. Yeah, and I get a joy coming in here. Yeah. yeah it's and then sometimes you're able to encourage others as well. Well, we so yeah, yeah, we yeah. all encourage each other. Yeah. 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 Great. So. Well, thanks for talking to us about this part of it. I'm going to let you take your iPad and go back. <laughs> Please don't mute you. <laughs> sorry, mute me sorry about that. No, Joe. that's okay. <laughs> Let's give Dan a hand. <laughs> you know, uh, the pandemic was um, hard on churches, as you might expect, it's hard on everybody and everything. But worldwide, all of the serving teams within churches went from wherever they were to zero as we stopped meeting together. And uh, we at Shepherd's Gate, as well as other churches, have had to build those teams up kind of from scratch, if you will. And uh, I think that that's one of the reasons why you see that, that one in four unfilled position number is there, because we're still, we're still recovering from the pandemic. Um, but you might be saying, hey, you know, you're doing it. Uh, you've got, you know, the worship and Sundays, and I know SG Kids is working, and students and care, it's all happening. And I just want to caution you, just because something is happening doesn't mean we have all the people we need. What it usually means is that the people now serving are sometimes doubling up or even tripling up to make sure that we don't let anything go, that we continue to provide everything that God wants us to provide here at Shepherd's Gate. And I want to give you a couple of examples of that. Um, Dan spoke about this uh, just now, but there are two people on the audio team, uh, Dan and Mike. They're very faithful to come in, but they provide uh, sound uh, for all Sunday services, special services, funerals, and weddings, and uh, it's a lot for two people. We really should have four people on that team, so they're at 50%. Here's another one. Uh, who enjoys coffee uh, on Sunday mornings? I know there's, yeah, a lot of us do. Yes, there is one person that does coffee, one. And he's been doing it for several years by himself. His name is Ron. He's a great guy. He's very faithful in service. Yeah, we can give him a round of applause. 
you know, he's carried that, and, um, and, and that's great, but there really should be eight people on that team, not one. So there, there are areas where we're just, we're just making it happen, and just because you don't see the gap doesn't mean it's not there. The opportunities are definitely there. Um, think about it this way. If 25% of your body didn't function, would you still be alive? Something to think about. But, you know, we're not just interested in filling spots. Uh, we don't want to just shove people into places where they're not going to enjoy it, where they're not built for it. Remember the body metaphor from our scripture today. We all need to fit in the right spot, in the right part of the body, in order to, in order to serve well. Every person has a role to play with their own passions and their skills and their talents. So to talk more about that, our final volunteer is uh, Larry. So Larry, there he is. Let's welcome him to the platform. So, uh, Larry, tell us where you serve. Uh, I serve in the SG Kids Ministry. Right, and how long have you been doing that? Uh, I've been in the SG Kids Ministry for just about eight years, and before that I served on one of the worship teams. Right. Now, I have to tell you that Larry is a legend in Shepherd's Gate, and those of you that serve with him know that it's true. The kids love him, and uh, he's just uh, very active there and a very important part of, of SG Kids. And um, you would say, I think, that it is your sweet spot. Tell us about that. Uh, well, of course, if you ask my wife, it's because I have the mentality of a 14-year-old kid. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, I do. Uh, no, but it's, it's that engagement that you get to interact with the kids. It's not as much, I mean, I don't wake up Sunday morning going, oh, I got to go to church and I got to serve. I wake up on Sunday morning excited that I get to excite, engage, and educate kids about Christ. And it's an amazing feeling to have that kind of impact. Yeah, I, 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 it's very true, and, and I, when I see you interacting with uh, the kids over there, I, I know it's true because your, your face lights up and you've, you've got that sweet spot. Now, you said you were on the worship team for a little bit, so, uh, so you were finding your target of ministry, finding your sweet spot, right? Correct. So I, I started off on the worship team just trying to serve until I realized that my style of music was not the church's style of music. <laughs> um, and <laughs> Right? Um, and then I realized that I can put my immaturity to use and serve the kids' ministry, and it kind of <laughs> kind of works all together. So, you know, um, uh, we're kidding around here, but uh, it is it is so great to see you in your sweet spot in your target of ministry. And like you said, it's not a have to; it's a get to when it, you're in that situation. Correct. It's yeah, an amazing that's, feeling. That's great. Uh, let's give Larry a round of applause for sharing today. Thanks, man. He took a little break from uh, serving the kids in this service to uh, do that, so he's going to go right back to where he, uh, where he serves in SG Kids. Uh, I just want to park on SG Kids and Family Team for a little bit because I think it's important that you know the numbers uh, on that particular team. Uh, it's actually not one in four for SG Kids, it's one in two. 50% of the uh, opportunities to serve in SG Kids are unfilled right now. Um, when we think about SG Kids, the program that serves our next generation, I am not content with 50%. Are you? No. Uh, it's not the kind of legacy that we want to be leaving our children. What an important role those are. And so I want to encourage you, if your heart is struck by that, maybe consider later on in the gym today uh, talking to the family team, whether it's students or, or kids, and finding a role there. Not all of those serving roles, by the way, are with children. You might feel a burden for that in your heart, a passion for that, 
But you're like, well, I'm not very good with kids. They have lots of roles where you don't actually uh, interface with the kids much. Cleaning, organizing, supplies, security. Uh, there's a lot of different roles in that program that could be filled. So I just want to encourage you to do that. Now, in our time remaining, I want to do what I'm calling a lightning round. I've been in uh, ministry, full-time church work for 25 years. And in that time, it has been my pleasure and... Um, and really a great opportunity for me to build volunteer teams. And so I have talked with a lot of people about serving in the church, and I've heard a lot of great excuses for not serving. And so what I'd like to do is I'd like to take my top eight and go through them quickly, uh, just in case you're feeling one of these is, is your thing. And they're legitimate concerns. I don't want to make fun of them. They're legitimate concerns that people have, and maybe one of them will speak to you, but so that we can do this uh, more interactively and, and to help us roll along. Whenever one comes up on the screen, I want you to say it out loud as if you're asking the question to me, even if it doesn't apply to you. All right, can we do that? All right, here we go. We got eight minutes and 40 seconds on the clock. Go ahead. <laughs> no. No, I'm not. Remember what we've already said a couple of times. Serving out of guilt doesn't work. You, you serve a little bit out of obligation, and then you quit because it's, you, it's not a, a get-to. As Larry said, it's a have-to, and so it doesn't work. Uh, I hope you feel challenged and inspired after listening to our volunteers today, but don't serve out of obligation. Uh, it, it, it doesn't work. No one's asking anybody to be guilted into serving today. These are opportunities to consider. All right, next one. Well, it's not really about being busy. It's about the priority that we feel stepping into serve should have. Everyone currently stepping into serve has the same 24 hours in a day that everyone else has. And they're all very busy. We all live very busy lives, but they still make serving a priority. So I would challenge you to consider the value of stepping into serve and whether that value qualifies it as something worth your time. If you're convinced that stepping in to serve has a high priority, you'll make time for it. Uh, and just a side note, serving in church doesn't involve as much time as you may think. I know the worship arts program uh, better than any of the other programs because that's the program I lead here at Shepherd's Gate. And I can tell you that almost all of our positions are once a month. The minimum commitment is one time a month to serve, one Sunday a month. Uh, and, and there are many other serving opportunities like that. So there are ones to fit busy schedules as well. Okay, next. Oh, come on. You probably have something that you can do. But are you mistaking special skills and gifts? It says in the Bible that God has given every follower of Jesus something special to use in the body of Christ, a special gift. So what you do is you match your gift to the serving opportunity, and I'll give you an example. If you've been in the church a while, you know that I play keys sometimes on stage. Well, that's a, a special uh, talent that I have. It's a special skill, but it's not my gift. I've, I've worked hard. Not everyone can play the keys. I mean, I've done a lot of piano practice and all of that when I was young. Um, so, yeah, not everyone has that skill, but my gift is actually encouragement. And when I play, I feel that I'm using my gift to encourage the body of Christ. So, so the role I'm in is keyboard player. The gift I'm using is encouragement. So I want to encourage you, maybe um, you don't have a specific expertise, but you're kind. You're kind to everyone you meet. Maybe you're a natural leader. People listen to you when you talk. Start with the gift and then find a role where you can use that gift. Does that make sense? 
Also, uh, another thing about specialized skills, most of our volunteer opportunities at Shepherd's Gate come with training. So you don't actually have to know exactly what, what you're doing. If you can match your gift to the role, we will give you all the training that uh, is required. All right, next one. I know, uh, you're all here in person, I get that. But I'm gonna just talk to the people that are online right now. Uh, we do have a few serving opportunities for those that watch online. One of them is chat host. If you're in the chat, uh, you know that we have a host. The prayer team is also online, and uh, we pray with people, so those roles are available. We also have roles in facilities, where if you're um, not comfortable with large crowds, you can come. We've got a lot of painting, cleaning, minor repairs, things like that to do all the time. And uh, people are actually doing that, coming in and serving uh, just by themselves or with a small group of people. I want to go a step further and just continue to talk to those that are online today and say, you know, if you're a guest with us, you're just checking us out, thank you. It's smart to watch online to see how we roll. Um, and, and if you're watching because you don't feel safe, in a larger crowd, continue to watch online. We're going to continue to do in-person and online. We're going to continue to do them as excellently as we can and move to be as, as good as we can as a church, online and in-person. But I will say this. If, if you feel safe in larger crowds at this point, but you're still watching online, would you ask the question, am I ready to change my stance on being here in person? Because most of our serving roles, most of being the body of Christ, means physically being present with the group at some point. And so uh, with all humbleness and respect, I just want to ask those that are feeling uh, like it's not a safety issue, uh, but you're still watching 100% online, think about it and think if God is, is uh, moving you back towards in-person attendance. All right, next one. Great. You don't have to be a member to serve, and you don't have to be a longtime attender to serve. You can serve your first or second week you're here. If you want to jump in, go for it. And I'll tell you this, one of the best ways to make new friends and to get a friend group in a church this size is to jump in and serve. And uh, anyone on a team will tell you that that is true. Next one. Yeah. <laughs> well, who said you have to be perfect to serve? Nobody has their life together, and I'll just uh, clue you in in case you haven't figured this out yet in life. Even the people that look like they have their lives together do not. Nobody does. Social media has made it very easy to live a supposedly perfect life with all your best pictures and all your best activities, but that's not real life. We're all messed up in some part, but being part of the body of Christ, you actually receive the love, the prayer, and the support that you need if your life is messed up and out of whack. It, it, stepping in to serve will only help ground your life, not hurt it in most cases. Think about what Dan said about the encouragement he gets when he serves on his team, for example. I was just talking with Zane, our student coordinator, and he has been sharing some of uh, some difficult situations in his life with one of his volunteers, and that volunteer has been sharing some of the difficult circumstances that they've been going through in the past couple of months. He mentioned it to me as I was talking about this message with him. He said, boy, I'm so grateful for that. I'm so glad I have someone I'm serving with that I can actually talk to, and they're praying for me. So there's another example. Um, it really is, you're not too messed up. In most cases, you're not too messed up to serve. We're all messed up, <laughs> and we can encourage one another and, and help each other through that. All right, next one. You're right. No, you're not. 
Uh, two weeks ago, we had an outdoor service. It was the SG Kids Takeover. Kids led worship. They did ushering. Uh, one of our uh, children was the uh, host, and they all did a great job. And we have serving opportunities for children. You're not too old either. We have serving opportunities for people that are older as well. Uh, any age, there's something for you. Next slide. Yep, this is the last one. I hear this a lot. My answer to this is just start trying stuff. Today at the super serving event, you can sign up to try several opportunities if you want in the gym. It's okay. I will tell you this, our staff and our team leaders understand this process. If you just sign up to learn more, you're not signing on the dotted line, just to learn more, you will probably end up trying out a serving opportunity maybe for a few weeks. If you don't like it, they will understand. Just tell them this isn't for me. They'll help you find another spot to try until you find your sweet spot for ministry. I'm serious about this. You won't get stuck. You'll be able to go from, from opportunity to opportunity until you find the place that you uh, would like to serve. No strings attached. So uh, this last one, I will say, where will you serve? Today is obviously the day where we just flat out ask you to step in and serve. And if you're not in a serving role, I'm asking you to consider it today, to consider it. Um, if you're in a serving role that is not in your sweet spot, I'm asking you to consider looking for your sweet spot today. And I was just talking with one of our volunteers in SG Kids who was saying, you know, I, I had a sweet spot, and now as my life has changed, as I've grown, I'm moving into a new target of uh, area of ministry, and maybe that's where some of you are. I want to encourage you to take a look today at all of our volunteer opportunities. So in the gym, uh, after service, uh, please, you are all invited to go. There are some, uh, maybe you smelled the cinnamon rolls as you came in. Someone came in and baked homemade cinnamon rolls in our gym. They just, it's incredible. I had two of them. I am not done. I will have more. <laughs> so you got to get to them quick before I get to them. They are so good. And there's coffee with um, all the coffees in there, and we've got um, some flavors for the coffee. And you can see the people leaving right now. They're going to man tables. They are uh, team leaders and team members of all the different serving step-in uh, teams in our church. You can talk with them. You can ask questions. If you sign up to learn more, not sign up to serve, but just to learn more, if you sign up to learn more, there are five awesome gift baskets that our teams have put together, $100 value for each, each one. Um, you'll be automatically entered to win those. So it's going to be fun time. Uh, if you're already serving, you also come. Get one of those cinnamon rolls, talk to somebody, just hang out. We're just going to have a good time in the gym uh, just now. But if you are looking for a serving role, please, now's your chance. We have a book. It has all the serving roles in it with little summaries of what they are, how often it is, whether or not you might like it, if. And so we have all the information there, uh, plus people to ask questions to. So I encourage you to go. For those that are online, we, uh, there will be a link in the chat right now with all this information. You can also go to sgatechurch.org, connect, and serve. And you'll find all of this information, all of the information about our serving opportunities, plus a way to learn more. So... We are the body of Christ. Think about the implication of that phrase as we close here. The body of Christ. How does Jesus impact our world? Not a rhetorical question. How does he impact the world? Through us. There is no plan B for this world. It is Christ and his body, the church if we want to reach our world for Jesus, step in to serve. It's amazing. Opening a door, 
preparing a snack, ushering someone to their seat, preparing a game for a student. These are ordinary tasks, but they become extraordinary when they're done through the body of Christ. God uses it for so much more. Will you consider serving? Amen? Amen. Stand with me, and I'd like to bless you before we go to the gym. So the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his favor towards you and give you his peace.